talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. We're talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. This is episode 23, 2 to the 3. I'm with my man, P. My name is Ant. What's going on, P? Good morning, everybody. Uh, not too much, Ant. You know, we about a week out from... Um, from the holidays. Christmas, yeah. Yep. The holidays. We uh, hope everybody is well prepared for the holidays and everybody has a, has a good holiday. Yeah, hope everybody got their shopping done. You done with your shopping, man? I... Uh, I'm about about seventy percent. Yeah, and I got a couple more things to get, but that's how I roll at. You know well, what I'm saying? You, you know that's a good thing about online shopping, bro. I did <laughs> yeah, all my shopping yeah. online. Like I'm not a store person anyway, I, dude. So. I, and I could have done all of it yeah. online, but I, I said a few things. I need to go out and look at them in person, and then maybe order them online. Yeah, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to see what size and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's I'm so anti-social that. I gamble. <laughs> I, I mean, order the wrong size and I'll take it back. I, mean, like, I ain't But see, that. that's what I wanted to do and take <laughs> yeah. stuff back. I always yeah. get my wife to do it because yeah. anytime I take stuff back, mm-hmm. I'm, you got your, you got your ID, you got social security card, you got your blood type, you got you your, know, you know, I'm getting a yeah. third degree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I hate returning stuff, but I do hate trying stuff on too. So it's crazy, man. I ain't no store person or whatever either. Oh, Definitely yeah. not around holiday time. It's bananas out there. Yeah, it's crazy, man, yeah, right man. now. But you know, it's almost here. It's almost over. Yeah, yeah. I, hate, I hate to think that way about the holiday. Holiday's supposed to be chill and family. You know, I think yeah, people yeah. just got caught up in buying and the money too much. Uh, yeah, man, that's so. the key word. People did. I didn't. <laughs> so it's still yeah. a good time for me. You right. Know, my loved ones, they're happy. Everybody's healthy. So, I mean, we just do what we always do. No, oh, yeah. Man, I ain't overthinking it, man. Yeah. Just so, another day. Just <laughs> you know another, what I mean? Just another day, man. Yeah. But um, we got an interesting topic, a um, couple interesting topics for y'all today. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about last night's card, uh, Billy Joe Saunders versus David Lemieux. Uh, this actually kind of made up for last weekend's card, mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know, yeah. um, we had some good fights on the card and just wanted to do a general discussion. P, I was asking you this question earlier because a lot of people get boxing and running mixed up. Yeah. You know, so my question to you is. How do you feel whenever people call boxing running? For the casual eye, they don't understand what they're looking at. But then you have a trained eye, some of these pundits. And depending on who the fighter is, it depends on whether or not it's running. At the end of the day, being defensive is a skill. But some people are running at the same time, man. You know, like yeah. I brought up to you earlier, mm-hmm. you know, on a bicycle, riding a bike. That term didn't come out of anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm somewhere. saying? Yeah. There's somebody that gave it a bad name. They gave it a bad name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's a to me personally, it's a real thin line between running and being being defensive. You know, Floyd Mayweather, that's not running. Yeah. You know, I mean, Rick, Rick and Dial, that that's not running. You know, some of these things the guys are doing. Is definitely not running, but if you are looking at him with an untrained eye, it may look that way. 
right now. Yeah, because um, I've always, you know, get that feeling like when people say you're running, I think they're just getting frustrated that they can't hit you. You right. know, they, they get so right. caught up in like fans when they're watching a fight, they get so caught up in boxing that they think boxing is just punching. They think right. when he hits you, you got to let him hit you. But whenever you try to duck the punch, they're like, oh, man, he's a punk. He's running. Exactly. Like it don't necessarily mean that they're running on their feet, but like. When you step away from a punch or use some defense, they're like, you're running away from danger. And, you know, boxing, the number one thing is hit. Number one rule is hit and not get hit. Exactly. But to to the average fan, it's get hit, get hit, get hit, you know. It's exactly. take as much damage exactly. as you can. Don't run exactly. like a punk. Exactly. And that's why it just kind of. It kind of disappoints me that people aren't appreciate, appreciating the, you know, the sweet science because running whenever you say when you say running it makes me feel like yeah you're really downplaying the sport you're not appreciating you know the angles you're not taking time to understand okay but hold up and i don't mean to cut you off but mm-hmm. w- w- the way you're describing running now are you saying a boxer saying the guy was running or fans a fan a fan okay a fan because like when a fan says it they okay i'll I get to you about the uh the box but like a fan when they're saying it they're more so saying it because they're not getting they they're not feeling they're getting what to pay for the blood. Mm-hmm. But whenever a boxer says it, he's saying it out of frustration. Exactly, he's saying it out of frustration. Like, like whenever a fighter is in there and he can't, mo- most of the time it's a puncher. It's a puncher versus a boxer. Whenever a puncher, his try to knock you out, and whenever that other fighter is using, he's moving. Yeah, he's being elusive know. and using the angles on you. His excuse is, oh, you were running like a punk. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you were running, running, running across the ring, but right. he just feels like you were running from engaging. Exactly. You know, and that's exactly. what disappoints me about the fighter. But as far as going back to the fans, I feel like fans need to really take the time to appreciate the sport because if they want to just see, you know, no running and brawling, you go go to a bar, go to a club and, you know, right. start a fight. Right. <laughs> You right, know, right, and you still gonna see a lot of running that trust, and you gonna see some running, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> literally, literally running. But um, I, I just wanted to bring up two points. Um, one, um, okay, like you say, the fans. First of all, a knockout, and I love a knockout. I'm sure you love a knockout. It's mm-hmm. the most dramatic thing that can happen in any sport for a guy to be short-circuited, you know, but the thing about a knockout is the sweet science, what's even more beautiful about a knockout is the way the sweet science can, yeah, sets it up, sets it, sets it up. Thank Mm -hmm. you, man. Sets up the knockout. So it's not just, you know, the bell rings, you go out there and throw a punch when you can systematically break a guy down without him breaking you down or taking damage and set a guy up for a late round knockout late round stoppage it's all the same thing you know but from a fan's perspective who are you know most fans are looking for a knockout and i get that but just because you don't get a knockout doesn't mean that a guy wasn't performing or you know they were running or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be and then like you say from you know the standpoint of a a boxer versus a puncher and you know the puncher will usually say <clears throat> excuse me what the, the other guy was running i want to bring this up Ant, because 
that kind of goes back to the buildup of the fight. Now, both these guys are selling wolf tickets. Billy Joe Saunders and Dave Lemieux. I'm mean, any, any any two guys. Any two guys. Any okay. two guys are selling okay. wolf tickets as far as mm-hmm. whether you're a boxer, puncher, mm-hmm. whatever your style is. Both guys are selling. Oh, I'm, we're gonna be in the pocket. We going toe to toe. We, you know, these guys are selling these things to the fans. Them. So when the fans fight night and the fans don't see that, then they feel slighted. You know what I'm saying? Because they have yeah. to realize the guys are selling the fight. The guys say anything. Yeah, I'm going to jump in there with no gloves on. I'm going to take your best. They'll say anything. You know what I mean? To get the fans involved, become fight night. The real boxing people know that it's chess. You know, this guy, he said all that, but of course he's not going to get in the middle of the ring and stand with a guy who hits like a mule. Eh? I mean, that's common sense, but for the right. fans, they don't understand. You know, they, they, they're they caught up into selling the fight. And that's what that's the job of the, selling the, war, the fight. The war you know words. I mean? The, the war, war words. words. Yeah. So I mean, I just wanted to bring that point up because it's a couple different perspectives. You know how people can be let down by a fight. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It depends on what type of fan you are. You know, you could be a casual fan, you diehard fan. You understand? You know what these guys are doing on a higher level when it's not a knockout and the guy still wins a fight. You you, yeah. you see that more clearly than a casual fan. Right. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, going back to like you were saying about you know just just seeing the knockout half the time for us it's like actually rewinding it back to see how it was set up. How it was set up. You know, we know, you know? how the punch is going to knock your person out after we've seen it, but we want to see how they actually set it up. Exactly. Like you know? I mean, you could go back and say, oh, that's why he was going to the body early, early mm-hmm. in the fight. You know, different stuff like that. That's what we mean mm-hmm. setting up the knockout. You know what I mean? Yeah different tactics he was using to set traps for this guy to land big shots and wear him down. So later on in the fight, you know, and what have you or whatever, but yeah, it's the setup to the knockout, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like we talked about a few episodes back and when it's a first round knockout, can you really tell how good a guy is? And you really can't because a guy just gets off first. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just gets off first. That's not to say that he's a bum. Right. You know what I mean? Because it could just be either your mistake or his his mistake. Yeah, because you can set the yeah. knock up, knock out up, or you can just get the knockout. So you, get <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that kind of yeah, that kind of that kind of open open my eyes a little bit more to like when you look at the the casual fan. Like every time, anytime, m- m- most of the time with a casual fan, when they're actually going to see a boxing match that's what they're going to see mm-hmm. because even like the war words like we're saying mm-hmm. that's that's what brings casual fans it's drama in. they're it's not drama. saying hey buddy we're gonna have a good no right. they're talking big shit yeah. so i mean Cause, exactly because for the hardcore fan when they're going to see a fight they're, they're thinking we're going to see two technicians or we're going to see somebody set up a knockout or right. we're going to see you know actually two two warriors go at it but them they're actually saying hey you hear what this dude tweeted about him? Right. They tweeted, and, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. The, the real fans, we know good and well a guy ain't going to do what he just said right. he was going to do in the press conference. We, like, you know, we don't even listen yeah. to that stuff. We know yeah. good and well. But to the casual fan, they don't know. This guy, he's yeah. mean. He's rough. He says he's going to take a guy's head yeah. off. They believe that stuff. You know like, what I mean? Like the tweeting with Lemieux and Saunders, you know, they was like, I'm going to knock you out. And he's like, go ahead and try it, fat boy. You mm-hmm. know, And and we all all along, we already know what type of styles both guys are. Right. So one style is going to prevail over. So we're not, we're not thinking knockout. 
Right. We're not thinking the type of knockout that the fans are thinking. So exactly. if it turns into a boxing match, oh well, it turns into a boxing match. Exactly. So but um whenever whenever somebody like when somebody like Floyd Mayweather they say is running I mean he's another guy like they they always say he's running like they always say he's mm-hmm. running but once you go back and watch him I think it's just to the point people get so frustrated the fans just getting as frustrated as the as the fighter that that that's all they can say because a fighter is that good sometimes right, you know right, right. The, the the best suggestion I can give a casual fan for a Floyd Mayweather fight is watching in slow motion. Yeah. Watching in slow motion, and I guarantee you will be in awe of the stuff that this man is doing. You ain't going to see no running. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of slipping punches, you know, grazing punches, no clean shot. I mean, it's amazing what he's doing. And in the ring, you can't really see it, man. Like they say, it looks one way outside the ring. It looks another way inside the ring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all different angles, you know, like they say, you don't realize how fast a guy is to you in the ring. You know what I mean? We see a guy throwing fast punches outside the ring. They say it's like three or four times faster in the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot of different looks to that, too. But um, like you say, Floyd Mayweather, they always say he's running. But to the real boxing fans, it's laughable because we know what he's yeah. doing. You don't yeah. run for 20 years. I mean, if yeah. he ran for 20 years, he wouldn't be getting the money that he's... Yeah, he would have been you a know. track star. So yeah, he wouldn't even know, be around be for around 20 here. years. Yeah, you, gotta, you know? Even like when you hear other fighters that he fought and he beat, they say, oh, he ran. I think they do that because they get a little salty. They just want Because you know these fighters... They were trained in the basics. They were trained in the basics, so... And that's what I'm saying. And all of the cliches, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm No distractions, best trade. We, we, the real boxing, we don't really listen to any of that stuff. Because right. we know all of us just talk. It, it Only thing that's going to matter is fight night. You know, because guys say anything. You know, they say anything. You can't believe what comes out of these guys' mouths because they're selling a fight. They're trying to sell you know, it, right. But like you say, when a boxer is saying, oh, a guy ran, it, 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 it's the only thing that they can say. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the only when excuse. When they're outskilled. Yeah, when they're outskilled, it's, the only, it's the only it's excuse just, it's that you all, can yeah. come up with. You know what I mean? Right. Because you can't say he don't hit hard, he this, he that. You, you, you can't say it. You know what I mean? And to me, you you know, you pretty much better off just not saying nothing. Because... Just the real it. people know he he's not running, and then if he is running, if a person is running, and this is another big big point that I have with boxing, nullify that, cut the ring off, cut the ring off, cut yeah. the ring off. It's something you could do for a guy who's running. So you mean tell me Floyd Mayweather ran for twenty years, not out of fifty fighters, not one fighter said, "Let me cut the ring off on this Joker." That didn't happen, that yeah. One guy never figured out yeah. to say, "I'm gonna." Use this trap to you know. Uh, come on, dude. Get him in there. Come get on, him out of there. Come Which. on. It's just like you know. So a lot of the stuff and is not even to the real boxing fan. We don't even think about this stuff because it's yeah. not even. It's yeah. it's talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm. I just like yeah. I wanted to do that discussion because it'll make casual fans anybody think twice about saying it now. Yeah, if, for if sure. Because really then that, they're gonna say, oh man, maybe I better not say that because. Running doesn't make sense now. That's how you should look at it because exactly when you're in there, nobody wants to get hit. Mm-hmm. 
you know, nobody wants to get hit. It's, a, it's about get, building the lead on the scorecard and taking your opponent out of there. So somebody has to get the upper hand. Right. So it, it, like with Floyd Mayweather, it's, it's slipping. It's staying out of range of a punch. Right. And, and, and one fact, and one fact that, that, that remains: you can't win by running. You can't, you can't win. win you, you can't Nobody win a fight by running. Nobody's going to give you a fight by running. Nobody is going to give you twelve rounds at, or have you nine to three, eight to four, seven to three. Have you break it down? Nobody's going to give you that for running, dude. Nobody, yeah. no judge. Adley yeah. Bird ain't going to give you that for running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, people just sound crazy, just saying the type of stuff they say, but it's it's. It's the ignorance. It's not understanding what they're watching or what they're seeing, and that's what it is. So I don't really get frustrated. I'm like, hey, yeah. Floyd Mayweather, okay, he was running. Yeah. We, we, I wish I could run and make that type of money that he made. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, really. You know, he's yeah, he's been running for years. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that kind of leads me into this card because this card had some of the some of the best boxing matches I've seen, you know, in the past couple weeks. Yeah. And like I said, it makes up for the – Car last week, the Lomachenko rigging that car because uh-huh. we actually saw some good performances by uh-huh. you know the main event and the undercard. Because uh, the first fight I want to talk about was uh, uh, Cletus Cletus Selden. They call him the um, what they call him Hammer the Hammer in Hebrew. Okay, and he was supposed to be like a undefeated prospect in the one forty one hundred forty pound division. Everybody's thinking he's gonna be the next big thing, and this guy named y- Yosef Ulysses. He comes along, you know, he, he has one loss and they thought he was going to be an easy fight for him. Lo and behold, from round one, this this kid put on a boxing clinic. You know, he was just mm-hmm. using the trickiest footwork and just staying out of range against another opponent who's going to try to knock him out. So his whole thing is to slip those punches, you know, counter, faint. And he was constantly just keep getting the upper hand by what people would say is running. Right. But he's actually slipping out of danger because that's what you want to do. You want to build a lead. And by building the lead, you slip punches. You don't take Absolutely. the punch. Absolutely. So from round ones and round two and three, he was able to score some good knockdowns. You know? So it was an upset. The other guy it was, was upset. Away. Yeah, he okay. took his O. Because I didn't see the undercard. I saw yeah, the main he was event. Able to, he was able to take his O and kind of make Selden look average because everybody was thinking, you know, Selden's going to be the next big thing, but he's going to have to kind of go back and rethink some things because this kid mm-hmm. took him to school. All right. And like we were saying, this is what you want to see as far as footwork. This type of footwork would frustrate you because it was combined with punching. Right. <laughs> Actual good punches connecting, you know, good counters. So everything this kid was setting up, he was in and out. You know, he was setting traps. He was letting uh, Selden come in. He would count him with the right, just dropping him. I almost thought they were going to stop the fight in like the third round. You know, that's how mm-hmm. good he was doing. But he was just able to build a good lead. And he, he was able to do that all off of, you know, just good, good, good boxing ability. Right. But um, that, that's why I say I just get frustrated when people say, you know, a kid is running like that. Yeah. When he's a kid like this who has good talent, you know, he's actually yeah. taking the time to, you know, bait, you know, bait, be patient. And just set up these punches. It, it was, you know, to me, it was a beautiful performance. Absolutely, it was beautiful. But that's what I'm saying. Man. You just gotta ignore, man. Yeah, that's why I tell you. I won't even. I don't talk boxing with it, just anybody. I, I definitely don't debate about boxing because some people. I mean, it's just me. I'm not bad, but they ain't even worthy of me talking to them about something because they not into it like I am. You know what I mean? Right. And it's gonna be frustrating. So I try to stay away from those. 
those things. That's a good thing about us and our chemistry because, I mean, you're probably the only person I've ever met who can talk this sh- yeah, yeah, shit yeah. all day long. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But um, that's what's up. But uh, I, I do I do understand that point, you know, because everybody has an opinion, you know, in the, in, in the age of social media and everything, you have to hear a lot of more nonsense mm-hmm. than you used to have to hear, you know, but it's just the same old thing. It's, it's, it's ignorance, man. They, they just don't know. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just don't 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 get it. Yeah. You know, it's chess. It's not checkers. It's chess you know? all day, man. Um, you know. And the and and up to, before we get off that even okay. even um you know like we say the build up to a fight people have to realize the war words people have won fights with the war words I mean you can get into a guy's head mm-hmm. and get him off focus and wind up winning the fight I mean Saturday night I think that was part of you know the main event yeah. you know the war words the war they talked word, a lot yeah. of trash and I think that you know Billy Joe got into Lemieux's head and um, that played a big part in it, I think. But I'm just saying everything matters, you know, because some fans might say, man, he get on my nerves talking all that trash. All he do is talk a bunch of trash and he's super ignorant. He spit at this guy. Or he grabbed his dick at this, this lady, this guy's wife. But that's mental warfare, and, you and know. The, and one of the perfect examples that just crossed my mind when you mentioned the war words is two of today's, you know, favorite fighters that they always remember is the first fight Roberto Duran and Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What he said about Sugar Ray Leonard's wife. Yeah. He said yeah, some I'm, disrespectful things and, yeah. and that really took that's Sugar why, out of his dude, mind frame. That's why I said he literally grabbed his nuts at his wife in the crowd. That's why I brought mm-hmm. that up. That's the only reason I brought yeah. that up because it happened in boxing. You know what yeah, I mean? It happens. And think about it. Who, who wouldn't that make mad? This is my wife and you going to talk. I mean, yeah. but that's part of it. You got to keep you cool, dude, because yeah. that right there you got to remember, a war word starts a fight, but you got to remember, it's words. It's words. It's just words. You just got to let the words pass. Let All him right. say what he say. Because right. a guy will say anything. and yeah, He will say, say your mother is ugly if that gets you off your game. My, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, my ugly, he'll slap you sometimes. Yeah, but still, I mean, he'll say anything. He'll say anything. Any If you know the character, if you know a fighter's character, you know they're going to say something. So you right. just... You just gotta kind of let the let it go, right? Just gotta let the fist do the talking. Do the fist do the talking. Yeah. I mean, that's all that won't really matter. You don't win a fight with the war words. I mean, so to speak, you you, you, can. you can, you can, but you won't get a title. They were not going to say, "Oh, he's the winner because he won the battle of words." You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. You got to win in that ring. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And um, the the did you, did you get a chance to see the the second fight on the card? I didn't. I just saw the okay. main event. At- this one, uh, Antoine Douglas versus Spike. O'Sullivan. It was a middleweight fight. This one was the opposite. It was a beatdown. <laughs> really? Is that Michael, was that the guy with the with the curly the, mustache? Yeah, the fight, okay. The, what do you call it? The handlebar thing. Yeah. He lost. He won. Okay. He was able to knock Antoine Douglas out in like it was like seven rounds. Man, he, he he dominated pretty much. And you know, what is that guy's uh, ethnicity? Republic of Ireland. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah. he's Irish. Yeah, he's Irish boxer. Yeah. But it was it. Again, it was another good performance. I mean, it was a good knockout. Kind of mm-hmm. gave us a good balance, man. Which um, going into uh, the main event, uh, Billy Joe Saunders versus David Lemieux, I I earned I earned a new respect for him. Yeah, because I've told you in the past, like I kind of lost respect for him. For sure. Like I said, I never disliked him, or I'm not going to bash him or anything like that. But 
when you get to feel like another fighter is ducking somebody, like at the time I thought he was ducking Triple G, mm-hmm. I, you 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 lose, you lose respect for a fighter. Right. You know, you you start mm-hmm. to lose whenever you think they're not going the path that they should to greatness. I mean, think about it. Man. He he's been he's had a belt for a while, and we haven't mentioned him one time on this podcast. Not so, one time. Yeah. yeah, see, like if we were, yeah, we disliked him. We'd be talking trash all day, but that just shows you what kind of respect we right. have. We he's been, really he's had a belt. belt. Yeah, he's he had, had a, belt, a belt, but we didn't really, you know. you know, it was just kind of like, but I think he's gotten tired of seeing that from other people on social media. So he finally has decided to step it up as far as his opponents, you mm-hmm. know, as far as his role yeah. now, because he's, he's, he's getting, you know, he, he took on Willie Monroe. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the best fight, but I mean, you know, he, he he. I think he kind of wants to get the common opponents of Triple G, yeah. just to show I can do the same thing or maybe do it better. Mm-hmm. And what was your take last night? Do you think he did it, or do you think he did it better? Um, like you said, and it's interesting that a guy could perform like that and hasn't been performing to me. That's very interesting. You know what I'm saying? What mm-hmm. I saw last night, I saw a guy that we've been should have been hearing about. Who should have been in the mix? Who should have been staying? But you know, I was yeah. I was impressed in that way because you shouldn't be sitting on that type of talent. That no. if you can perform how he did, and 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 not that he was fighting a a, a super 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 dangerous opponent, but by no means was David Lemieux walking apart. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he can change a fight with one punch, but I mean, the the combinations and the head movement, the footwork. Everything about him, the confidence. I mean, he just looked like a complete fighter, and it's just it's 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 weird to me that we haven't been seeing more of that. I mean, you you, you don't just do that overnight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't just it perform was, like that overnight, and so it, it's been in him for a while. It's been in there, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I say I found that new respect because you don't get that overnight. Yeah, you don't get that you don't overnight. Get that Something lit a fire under his behind yeah. to say it's time to wake up and you know get get what I I deserve. And now it makes me see how he has a win over Chris Eubank. It's yeah. a close fight, but, you know, that slipperiness, he's it, 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 it makes a difference. It makes and, a difference. You know, and like we were saying, too, and I want to bring this point up because this is powerful. You know, we were looking at what Billy Joe did and said, okay, man, I, I get it. I see. I seen the frustration. I seen Lemieux. Throwing big shots, missing. I seen the, I seen the frustration in him. I seen the footwork, the speed, you know, in and out, you know, side to side. I seen the angles, the hand speed, the combinations. I, I, I seen last night what I didn't see in Lomachenko. I seen last night in Billy Joe what I don't see in exactly. Exactly. Lomachenko facing a smaller guy. You know what I'm saying? Two yeah. divisions down. You know, I'm not saying Billy Joe is great, but I seen more in Billy Joe than I saw with Lomachenko. You know, yeah. and people were saying Lomachenko was number one pamphlet. Mm-hmm. It's just craziness. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's levels to this thing. And Billy Joe, if you're going to say something about Lomachenko, you you need to be talking about Billy Joe, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, and a whole lot of other guys, too. A yeah. whole lot of other yeah. guys. We ain't just the same yeah. about these people right now. It's a whole lot of guys yeah. in the landscape, the Charlos, the Andras, yeah. the, you know, triple, all of these guys yeah. who are like, performing. By no means are we saying, like, oh, Billy Joe, off of this one performance, he pound for pound number one. No, we saying 
he's definitely showing the goods. Right. He opened some eyes. He opened some you, eyes. You know, he some, opened some eyes. You know, so then last Yeah, Saturday. last Saturday, regular, Lomachenko didn't open my eyes. I didn't say, oh, damn, man, he's, oh, man, he's impressed. I was impressed last night. I was impressed because, you know? like you were saying, like, what, you know, we saw last night, we didn't see in Lomachenko. That was what Lomachenko needed to do. That's that's for, for for people to say it's the Matrix and this guy's next level. I need to see more of some stuff to look like that. You know, the yeah. combinations, that type of footwork, that type of frustration. You know, spinning even the spinning. He was spinning more beautifully than Lomachenko. Lomachenko was spinning every five minutes. Every five minutes he's spinning. He's spinning. Billy Joe was spinning at the right times. At you know the right I mean? time. That's the thing. Like you just can't do something. You just can't do something flashy unless it has a purpose. Yeah, know? unless like, it's the right time yeah, to do it. You it's know, the right time. Like whenever danger was there, he was gone. Yeah. And and the thing with and the thing with Billy Joe's performance, he took a couple of punches. Yeah. He took some shots. Yeah. And I think in a fight like like say if you're going against Regendale, people want to see you take some chances. Right. And but that caliber opponent, they might want you know you might take some hits, and they kind of want to see you take a hit or two. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't want to get knocked out, but they want to see you in there with adversity. And that's another thing too. Uh, another, you know, I got to take my hat off to Billy Joey. You know, he took some shots. I mean, not a whole lot of shots, but he did take some shots from Lemieux, who has dangerous power, and he looks like he got a pretty decent chin too. Yeah. On top of mm-hmm. everything else, you know what I'm saying? To be honest. That jury is still out with Lomachenko about his chin. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't really been tested yet. You know what I mean? Billy Joe hasn't been tested, tested, but he ate a couple of shots last night and he took him, he took him well from a guy who has really good power. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you think about it too, like, okay, people are going to say Lemieux is one dimensional, but that one dimensional guy, he's knocked some boxers out. Mm -hmm. And people have to remember, like, Certain one-dimensional punchers, they have like a mental, they have a mental advantage over certain boxers that they know can't handle the pressure. Right. You know, whether you're talking about Hassan Indom or Gabriel Rosado, mm-hmm. they know at some point they're going to catch up to you. But Billy Joe, he showed that I'm going to be a boxer, but I'm going to show you that speed kills power. Speed kills. And I'm going to show you that I can take enough of your power. And you, get, you can't, you're going to take some of my power, but you're going to respect me, you know? And, and even yeah. like, in the later second half of the fight, dude, it was like Billy Joe wasn't even respecting his power no more. It was gone. Hands At that point, low. He was kind yeah, of he like, dude, you know, hands low, just that body language. And what was that doing to Lemieux? You know, that by, my hands low, dude, I ain't even worried about your power no more. It, it was to the point where you know? it was just to that point where, like I said, if a, a puncher. When you're taking on a puncher, you got to make him respect you. And that's what Billy mm-hmm. Joe did. You can't wither under pressure. It, and it's so funny, dude, because Lemieux is, was known for the power, but some of the shots I've seen him getting caught with and like, I mean, he would get stopped in his tracks with a jab. You know what I mean? It's like Billy Joe got some pop or he had enough to just make, he had enough to make let me respect his power. You know what I mean? Yeah. I seen some things. I don't know if it's dangerous power, but it was enough to make him mm-hmm. think yeah. twice before just trying to get just, an inside. You yeah, know what I mean? Anytime a fighter has a think and you a puncher and you still have to stop and think, the other guy has some pop. And 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 then, you know, another thing too, and with the shots like we, you know, we bring up all the time too. It's not how hard the shot is, it's it's the Actually. precision. And mm-hmm. you know, Billy Joel, he was he was being pretty precise. With his punches, those snapping punches, and that's yeah. what 
can really hurt a guy. Yeah, because they show, you know, a couple of the slow-mos, like this one of the spotlights was whenever he caught him with a left uppercut and mm-hmm. came right back around the right hand. That was an accurate punch. Yeah, and then it was like a three-punch combo, too. I think he uppercut, or was a left hook, then the uppercut, then the overhand right. I mean, just yeah. beautiful combinations. Yeah, just some nice you know? combinations, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it was crazy. And again, that's just one of those things, like, that was, I feel that was kind of like the moment when Lemieux kind of had to respect him because he was like, I don't have an answer for these three-punch combinations. Yeah. Like, he's, if I get too far in, he's going to get him off and then he's going to be gone. Right. So, he just kind of, he just kind of had to take it. He just kind of had, he didn't quit, but he just had to kind of stay to 12 and try to think of something. But that's what happens when you're dealing with a boxer like, like Billy Joe. He showed us mm-hmm. something different. I didn't know he had these different levels, you know. Maybe right. maybe a puncher, but he just showed me that, like I said, he's not the type to wither under a power puncher like right. most boxers do. Some boxers do. But uh, let, let's address the elephant in the room. Well, at least for me, at okay. Um, after seeing last night what Billy Joe can do, is that enough to put him, you know, and they with the likes of, you know, some of these big guys at 160. I mean, the Triple G's, the Canelo, I hear him, they talking about the winner of Triple G and Canelo. He gets that winner. Um, the Charlos, 160 is a very dangerous division. I, I was impressed with what I seen. I was impressed by what I seen from Billy Joe last night, but that was fighting a David Lemieux. Mm-hmm. And um, from this point on, the competition just gets it's better. Just get better, and better. So yeah. I mean, that makes a difference too. I, I'll be curious to see how he fares in there with the likes of some of some of some of those names. I mean, you talking about the winner of Triple G and, and Canelo. I mean, I like Billy Joe. I like what I seen last night, but I still I still don't see that that level of um that level of skill yeah there's levels to it man. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah. like i said his name he, he's game you know he could he could be in there with any of those guys yeah. but i don't i don't think we, we're not gonna see what we saw last night from him in there with these guys because these guys are different levels i think he has i think he has enough slipperiness and skill to make it an ugly fight for a few rounds but for example, if you fight somebody like Canelo, Canelo, unlike Lemieux, he he'll find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Like if you start hitting him with one punch, he's not gonna stop. You know, if you start and if he can take your power, he's not gonna stop. Right. You know, Canelo's the type of fighter that's gonna go on the inside. Like Lemieux is a puncher, but he's not really a brawler. Right. That's something casual fans need to, need to know. There's a difference between a puncher and a brawler. You know, somebody likes to fight on the inside because you can fight on the inside but not have power. Right. You know, you could have, in, you could have physical strength, and that's your, you know, that's your bread and butter to make you an inside fighter. You know, if you look at Ward, he's an inside fighter. Mm-hmm. He ain't got pop, but he's an inside fighter. Right. But if you look at somebody Lemieux, all he had was the power. But every time, every time, Billy Joe would put that put them hands on him, it was like, whoa, you know, mm-hmm. I got to think of something else. Mm-hmm. But Canelo. Canelo, you know, he's a Mexican fighter. You know, he's still got the Mexican style in there. He, and he's got the heart. He can still get on the inside. So. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, the, the power ain't going to phase Canelo. The power dude. ain't going to phase him. The power ain't going to phase Canelo. The power ain't going to phase Triple G. 
you know. And Triple G's power didn't really drop Canelo, then then Billy Joe, that's fair game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't, you know, and we know Canelo got a chin. We know Triple G got a chin. And um, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, when when a guy puts on a good performance, people start, you know, throwing him in all types of stratospheres. But um He needs to be. Like yeah, you said, he had a belt yeah. for a while. He needs to be throwing in. He he he, yeah. he needs to be mm-hmm. as far on paper, him having a belt for this mm-hmm. long and this, that, and other, but um I mean I wouldn't really be pulling for him in a Canelo fight or a Triple G fight or a Jamel Charlo fight or Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs fight. I mean, these guys are, are, are a war, especially that trivector of Danny Jacobs, Canelo, and Triple G. I mean, the other guys, you know, Charlo, Andrade, I mean, those would be really good fights to see where he stands at. But that top trivector. Just off of his level of experience, if he fought like a Charlo or Andrade, like, it's kind of up in the air because, like I said, he has the experience to make it ugly. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. That, those, those could yeah. be interesting but like, fights. But like Triple G, Triple G ain't a puncher. Triple G does not punch. Triple G's a boxer. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be a different. That's definitely a different look for him. So that's a, that's. I'm I'm glad he's actually willing to take the challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad he's. I, I would like. Well, that's to what he said fight. last night. Yeah, we'll see. To, yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, because that's see. what he said. Like, it's, yeah. it's still war words, it, it, and we'll war, see. Yeah, it's it's war. You riding high right now, yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Wait yeah, till the adrenaline high. come yeah, down. Wait till exactly, the adrenaline exactly. come exactly. down, right? Because he was calling them saying trash before, then kind of disappeared. So, like I said, we'll mm-hmm. see. I remember back in the day he was talking some junk. Yeah, there was, but but now he was kind of like, I'm tired of hearing this and that. He was like, I want you. I want Triple G. I want to fight. So. Like you said, when that adrenaline calmed down, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, the the middleweight division right now, like we're saying, it, it just seems like it's getting better and better. Like, which fights, who would you like to see him fight in 2018? Like, right off top, man. Right off top, the, the, uh, the, the next guy I would like to see him in there will, will be, I think, I would like to see. I mean, I mean, you got hurt. I mean... I mean, maybe him and Hurd, him and Charlo, you know what I'm saying, um, will be a good place to start him. He'll need to just jump into the winner of uh, Triple G and Canelo, the rematch. Um, See, that's where I think he – that's where I'm thinking his mind frame is, though. I think he's yeah. thinking that he's on that – On that level, that yeah, he is, yeah, already. yeah. And, and he, he's not getting any younger because you know he's not amongst the the young lions. How, how, oh, he's like twenty eight. I what? think they said twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, night. yeah. I just feel like in boxing years, as far yeah. as like his experience, he's a little bit over them, you know. But I'm I'm thinking that he at some point wants to fight like a Canelo or a Triple G yeah. before he would risk lower payday with one of them, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about it is. Um, I, I mean, I guess it. I guess it, I guess it's, it's possible. I mean, he, he he he's a Euro fighter, yeah. And people follow Euro fighters, so I guess they could make a point, you know, for him to to get into that mix, yeah. Next or whatever, but yeah, because yeah, he's yeah he's he's twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Every time I see him, I get like an older. Me too. He look like an old Irish Papa looking. Yeah, it seemed like he already been you know scrapping in the streets. Yeah, well, he, know, he well he, he, he comes from a bare knuckle 
UK. brawling family. Right. His dad was a champ, you know, so mm-hmm. the lineage is, is there. It's there. Yeah. But um like I said, I mean he might be wanting to cash out and just want those want those big names, but as far as interesting fights, I would I would rather Andrade, the third, uh you know, Charlo, you know, take the hottest one, take the Charlo, you know what I'm saying? And um, and then start looking at those other fights because I went over Lemieux, you know, it was a good win. It was a good performance, but it's not. It can be kind of false confidence. Yeah, it's not enough to, yeah. to, to thrush, propel you into, yeah. you know, that next level like yeah. that. And you could be, it could be premature because they, because they, my thing is, ain't, they great whites. Danny Jacobs, great white. Mm-hmm. Canelo, great white. Triple G, great white. They, they, they shocks, man. You know what I mean? Lemieux, Lemieux he's just that tiger shark or hammer. Yeah, that barracuda <laughs> swimming around, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. And like you say, man, I mean, not taking nothing from him. It was an outstanding performance last night. Beautiful boxing, boxing, boxing on a high level, like I like to say. Um, but it's levels to this shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's levels to it. Yeah. Once you get past the fact that he handled this fight the way he was supposed to, now it's like, okay, you want to get up here? Remember, there's levels to these yeah. other guys. Danny yeah. Jacobs, that's a different story. It's he's different been story. in there. You know, he's been in there. Triple G, story. Canelo, he's been in there. Yeah. Uh, Triple uh, Canelo, he just don't lose. You know, right. he's lost to the you know the best fighter in the world. Right. So, you know, I, I think yeah, I would kind of like to see him in there. The, when you put it like that, I like to see him in there, the young, young lines to kind of mm-hmm. test him. Yeah, like a Charlo. See, see where he's standing because I mean he could get like blazed Charlo. by Charlo and then it's pointless. Boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He could yeah. get blazed by Charlo yeah. and then then it's pointless, dude. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I mean, from a business standpoint, he might feel like, hey, I'm hot right now. This is it puts me in that position. Hey, I'll take it. I, you know, I don't know from the business standpoint, but I'm just saying from a fan standpoint, I would like to see him. You know, and there with some of those guys, and then go up to you know the top three. Mm-hmm. You know, mix it up in there somewhere, but uh. We'll see what happens. One thing I want to say about this year and, and boxing, like, I can't really remember probably another recent time or recent years when we set up so many fights for the next year. Like, 2018 is just off the meat rack, dude, because so much stuff happened this year. They pretty much guarantee it, yeah. pretty much guarantee certain fights next year. Yeah. I just wanted to bring yeah. that up while I was thinking about that earlier this morning when I woke up and I was like, damn, yeah. man, we. You and know. the crazy part, it kind of started with 2016, like the second half of 2016. Yeah. You know, it yeah. opened the doors for big fights. And then those fights just opened the door for all of 2017. All of 2017. The whole year 2017 yeah. was just all like. All the fights that you wanted to see, we were getting to see. And mm-hmm. then this year just set up, you know, rematches, other, you know, fights that are going to happen. Unifications, everything, you know, people cleaning out divisions, moving up to the next level. So just next year, man, woo, 2018 should be should be crazy. Starting strong, man, with yeah. um Errol Spence and Lamont Peters. Yes. That's yes. that's gonna be, you know, yes. Errol Spence's next next level of, you yes. know, you know that that'll be his next level of, of opponent he's never seen before, a new look yeah. for him. Very interesting fight. Yeah. Very interesting fight. But um was there anything else um, you want to say on Billy Joe Saunders? I mean, I don't have anything to say on that fight anymore specifically, but, like, this is kind of what boxing fans want. Like, when the minute you go in there with an opponent with some type of name, they 
they get tired. Be honest, they get tired of you facing tomato cans. You know, they mm-hmm. want to. They they don't necessarily dislike you like hardcore fans like myself. I never disliked Billy Joe, but like right. I just wanted to see him in there with another caliber of opponent. Yeah. Besides somebody over in the UK, you know, you got to branch out. Right. Just like AJ's doing, you got to branch out. You right. got to face Wilder at some point. Definitely, if you want certain type of respect, and I mean, we can't. It's like it's like anything. I mean, an amateur fighter he can't get professional respect until he steps into the professional mm-hmm. and wins fights and proves that he's he's a winner on that level too. You right. know, it's, it's different things. So like Billy Joe, yeah, overseas is different level of fighters. No disrespect to these guys, but you know, because they have stepped up in the last fifteen years and the quality, yeah, yeah. Of, you know, competition and fighters that they have um, produced definitely has stepped up. But still, it still remains that. You know, the States is still kind of where the top the level competition yeah, still, is. Yeah, and still where the, this is where if you want to be a worldwide star, you have to. It's like New York. You know, once you make it in New York, you make it anywhere. Make it anywhere yeah. So for a boxing star, you know, they need to make it in the States. And then, you know, you, you solidify it. But ain't that crazy how AJ and Wilder, they don't see it as a 50-50 fight. Like, to me... I think who, who doesn't see it? Them two or the, the powers that be? The don't powers see it. that be. Eddie Hearn, he feels this to be uh, either 60-40 for AJ or 70-30 or some, some ridiculous like 25% mm-hmm. for Wilder. Mm-hmm. That's still kind of crazy, don't you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I look at it like this. And of course, Eddie Hearn would think it's a, 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 he deserves it. It's, it's, he's, it's, got, it's, he's got... He's got platforms thinking that, you know, fans and casual fans alike thinking that too now. Because, because once again, Anthony Joshua is the machine. He he's he he's the guy that his it says it isn't. Anthony Joshua can say something, and Deontay Wilder say the same thing, and people won't pay attention to what Deontay Wilder said. They're gonna listen to AJ. Yeah, just because all of the marketing and the way America is, right? As sad as the same. You got you got a light skinned brother, and you got yeah. a dark skinned brother. Yeah, and it makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? To me, to me, yeah. Out of his mouth. To me, Eddie Hearn by him wanting to give Wilder the smaller piece of the pie is pushing the fight back further. And yeah. they, this is not a fight that he wants. They don't yeah. want this fight. They yeah. know that at some point we're going to have to do this because the fans are demanding. But it's another ploy in the pushing the fight back. If he wanted to make this fight. Tomorrow, he would say, man, you're a world champion. You got two, three belts. He got the belt. 50-50. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Deontay Wilder came out of the blue. Anthony Joshua, you kind of came out of the blue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. this guy, people, we've been knowing him in the States. People in the States are just starting to get to know Anthony Joshua. But that it pisses me off because it's just bullshit with boxing. And it's just another ploy for Eddie Hearn to say, we, 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 they push the fight off because they can yeah. do the Tyson Fury thing. I mean, I, big ups to Tyson Fury. This motherfucker in the week's time. Have you seen the man? Dude, how did he do that in fucking I week, do dude? No, from that last I, picture what? we saw of him. This dude, so evidently he's looking focused and he's ready to try to make a comeback or whatever. But I'm just saying, you know, Eddie Hearn knows it. I got money over here. I got money in the park. I got money in Tyson Fury. This mm-hmm. fight, I don't have to take it. We don't have to take it. I do, my, monetarily we don't have to take it right you know what i'm saying so it's just another posture for him to mm-hmm. 
make Deontay Wilder mad and say, fuck it, I don't want it, or just more time, to, buy more time, man. That's the bottom line. It ain't, it, it, he knows in his head that this dude deserves half, but he's in the position to say, no, we ain't give, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's all it is, dude. Yeah, it's the politics. That's all it is, is, yeah. is something to push the fight back even further. Yeah. You know, had it been the other way around. If it was the other way around. Eddie Hearn be ready to, oh, we'll give you the bigger piece. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's the politics of the, of the game, dude. And it's just sad because Deontay Wild, I mean, I hate this boil it back down to that. I mean, being a light-skinned brother and a dark-skinned brother, the light-skinned brother, more doors are open for him. And it's just it's sad. True. It's bullshit. It's yeah, it's true. He's seen as the villain. He's seen as the when, villain when, when without he, doing nothing when bad. Doing bad you, know? you know what I'm saying? Rigging the out is the villain without doing nothing bad. Now, I mean, he quit. He's the villain now, you know what I'm saying, by default. By default. But before the fight, he was the villain. And I'm yeah. just saying, that's the bullshit with it. And Deontay Wilder hasn't shown one Shred of the stuff that they hated Floyd Mayweather for, Roberto Duran, or any of these guys that they hated. Why are they saying this guy's a villain? Right. He's doing nothing but positive stuff, smiling all the time. All the time. Yeah. You know, it's just it's frustrating, man. It is. Because yeah. when you look at it, it's like, okay, whenever Conor McGregor does things, he seems the bad boy. The, 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 the bad the boy in a cool way. In a cool way. The poster boy, bad boy. You know, where it's like. He's the cool bad boy. You know, he's the rebel and stuff. But whenever Wilder says, I want 50 50, you know, it's like. Come on, man. It's, yeah. it's like yeah. out the door yeah. with it. It's crazy. Like I told you, I was watching the Floyd Mayweather live the other day, and there's still people bringing up domestic violence with him. And it's just Come like, on, yeah, man. it's just Come like. On. You know, he went off on the ass, Come though. On. I was in there dying. Yeah. Like Floyd ripped the dude a new asshole. But I'm just saying, it's just the shit. They still talking about that. You know what I mean? Everybody makes mistakes, Anything, man. you know? Like, I mean, yeah, but the people that saying it probably at home slapping the shit out their girlfriend they slapping shit that up. night. Or they probably, you know, who knows, you know. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy, man. To, to, to me, okay, yeah, he didn't care. That's not the worst thing he could have did. Okay, is it right? No, but it ain't the worst thing. But I'm just saying that... Whatever they can find that they just, you know, put it out there and it's just annoying. You know what I'm saying? If he did could compare to a couple of mistakes he made, you know, but you can forgive a killer. You can forgive a pedophile. You can forgive all this other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? The same people that's out there, you know, bashing him for, for domestic violence. They're the same ones that's like looking at underage kids yeah, online or something exactly, dealing in exactly. that. You know, you hear about it all day. There's some ill shit in that, it's but they want to yeah. condemn this man because they mad he done made yeah. all that money and you somewhere making 10 well, bucks well, an you hour. You always got to remember, people work as like one force and they decide who they like and who they don't like. Man. Mm-hmm. It's just like some comedians, they say when you're on stage, the crowd is one. And that's kind of how it is when they decide are we going to like Wilder or are we going to like AJ? Right. You know, wild is bad guy. We all work as one, and you know that's 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 just yeah. how it is. Yeah, that's a machine, and that's in everything yeah. in life, man. That's sports, entertainment, sports entertainment. the work world, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. People, they they try to stick together and override whatever they might not like, whether it's right or wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? But you know, we we in our own land. We gonna speak the truth and speak it from our heart. Oh yeah, and that's how no you know perspective. You know yeah, what I no mean? Other, that's how I say it. There's no other you way. <laughs> there's so. no other way. Because, like, and for me, man, just to be a fighter on that level of a Wilder or a Josh won't have to deal with all that. You got to give utmost respect to a guy like Wilder because you got to deal with this every day. Every day, dude. Yeah, you know, we're talking about <laughs> it, but he's the guy that actually has to pull emails up and 
Yeah, not that. Not, I mean, we can only imagine the hate mail, all the stuff he get. Mm-hmm. But dude, I, I, I promise, this places he go, and he get treated a certain way because they don't know he the champion of the world. They, they think he just a big black dude from anywhere right. coming in. So what are you doing in the Gucci store? They don't know, you know. But I promise you, AJ ain't nowhere he go that they don't know him. You know, because before he get there, they got the red carpet rolled out, the bells, the whistles. You know, but I'm sure some places that Deontay Wilder go, they, they probably follow him around the store, dude. You they know got, what I'm saying? They got the camera on him. They it's just crazy. Him, yeah. It's just crazy. Man. But that's another whole, whole story, man. But um, like we say, it, it, it was a good weekend in boxing, man. It definitely um lifted a little bit for me from from of the disappointment from last week you know was this week was a lot of aesthetically pleasing boxing so um i just hope we can keep moving in that direction yeah just seeing yeah like we were saying just seeing a combination of good skill and fighters going out on their shield right whether they had it or not just just a combination of both both sides show winner and loser like we like we say and this is my last thing i'm bringing about that and then i'll be ready to wrap it up and but you know, like we said, we seen Billy Joe putting on a clinic, doing all this special things in the ring. And we still seen a man who lost every round, but still had the heart to carry on to the end. And that's what, you know, we mean by going out on your show. As opposed yeah. to last week with Rigging Dial, we seen a guy who wasn't, didn't seem to be doing too much damage or anything really, really special. And we seen a guy quit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Halfway yeah. through the fight. So it's yeah. like, you know, this week, you're always going to have a winner and a loser, but it's not losing. It's how you lose. You know, Lemieux got school for 12 rounds, but we can't take nothing from him on his heart. You know, he could have quit. This is a fight. I could see this guy quitting because he took, he took it, it was frustrating and it was a systematic ass whipping for 12 rounds. Yeah. I didn't see that with Rigo. I didn't see that with Nick Walters, but that's a whole nother episode too, it's, man. Yeah. Um, it's something know. like, yeah, we gotta just, you know, yeah, it's just something like, I'm, I'm still not, I'm still not sold on that. Yeah. I'm, it's still uns- unsettling. Yeah. It's still not something I settled with, but you know, like you said, another episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, we getting like we said, we're getting pretty close to Christmas. You know, we've we we down to one week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, make sure y'all stay tuned for the next episode. Um, yeah. We do a little holiday edition, I guess, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> um, like yeah. we say, it's the season, man, and um, you know, it is what it is. We we go through the emotions every year, and just you know, do we do? So it's only right to do a Christmas, you know, episode. You know, Christmas Eve, we be we be in the lab making putting something together, something oh, yeah. special together for the fans. Oh yeah, quick, yeah. real quick though, Bob, before we close, uh, what's the one what's the one fight you want next year, man? That you the one fight on your Christmas list. The one fight on my Christmas list next 2018, year. Twenty eighteen, the one fight. Don't have to be at the beginning. At, to be honest, at, what I'm most interested in seeing is something probably. A Terrence Crawford and Keith Thurman, that 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 would be something I want to see. I want to see that more than I want to see the Earl Spence thing. Uh, the Earl Spence and Lamont Peterson fight has to happen first, and then I'll engage that fight better. But right now, where I stand right now, I want to see something like an Earl Spence and the Keith Thurman. I'm not saying the first fight. I'm just saying I I, I kind of want to see how they how they match up. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say for me, I want to see 
Spence Thurman next year. Spence Thurman next I year. I want to see it next yeah, year. I mean, of course, it's, it's so many fights, and I couldn't yeah. just pick one. Of course, I, I want to see that one, too. Know. You know what I'm saying? I, I well, mean, I, I want to see that, like we say. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's so many things it's happening. So, many. so, so many first of all, we had to yeah, see yeah. what happened between Peterson and Spence. Yeah. And we got to see what happened between Crawford. I mean, we know what's going to happen. But still, we just never know. We're boxing. So, a lot of those things, they just need to mix it up next year and you know, I, I think it should be a lot of good fights. But you see what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, it's yeah. a couple of things that need to go down or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's so many roles now. Yeah. Because, like, Thurman Spence was what we all wanted to see until Crawford moved up and shook things like, up. And shook things up. You know, you until know he saying? shook things up. And, and to be honest, I and never even thought. even Horn shook things up when he beat Pacquiao. Exactly. He puts Pacquiao out of season. Yeah. So now he's, he's in he's the mix. He's in the mix. You know, he's in the mix. And uh, I even, um, you know, with Terrence Crawford, like you say, stepping up, that just, you know, like you say, opened up another whole realm at 147. But like we said before, it's unfinished business at 147. But, yeah, that's it for me, Ant. Mm-hmm. But, and Thurman, but, of course, I want to see Thurman and Spence. That needs to happen first, depending on what happens with, you know, 147. Okay. But real quick, Ant, before I forget, man. Like I was going to be like, greedy, man. I want to see uh, Donna Stevens, Sergey Kovalev. I don't want to see it anymore after that. I want to see it next year happen. That'd be it. You know, yeah. He's already forty. Yeah. Donnie was forty years. I want next year, and that's it. Yeah, if that don't happen next year, then it really missed this window. To be yeah, honest, that's last you know? year. Yeah. But um, like I said, real quick before I forget, Aunt, you know, man, Aunt, we do this every week. It's therapeutic for us. We love doing it, and I mean, of course, we looking for views and subscribers and all that stuff. But you know, I just want to give a shout out to Roger, one of our faithful listeners, probably. <laughs> Our only faithful listener or whatever, man. But Roger, Roger keep it. Big shout out to Roger. He keep it a thousand. He knows stuff about the podcast that I don't forgot that I said. But long as we know that we got at least one person listening, we gonna keep doing it. That's enough. That's it. One person listening is enough for me to come and do this every week. So I just wanted to say that, and you know, we we oh it, yeah, it, much love. Know, yeah, yeah. you know, every time. Like when I, he first told me, I always feel the energy. I feel the love there. Yeah, my Rogers, energy, he man. fucking crazy. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy, he, though. Man, Good guy, he be man. grilling me about the part. He had me like, yeah. he making the part. I'm, you know what I mean? He had me like, he I'm a kid. Yeah, like, it'd be okay, crazy, we, dude. It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. But yeah, big shout out to Roger. But uh, that's it. That's all I got, man. Um, just everybody. Yeah, but like you said, like, you may be, but like, all your other people out there listening, make sure you subscribe. Don't just listen, subscribe. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I mean, and, and we're not saying it's only one listen. I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, I know Rogers listening because yeah. every week he AP, I ain't, I ain't get, the, I ain't get to chirp for, for the podcast. I'm like, Rogers coming, you know what I'm saying? He on my heels about it, so that's the only reason why. Right, right. But um, in closing, just want to say, you know, uh, make sure y'all check us out, like always on Google Play and iTunes. Um, just absolutely boxing hashtag Jab Podcast. Also on SoundCloud. And uh, you know, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on Instagram. We all appreciate the love on Instagram. We yeah, can get for sure for everything for sure. we post. For sure. And always you know, check out the Jab, Jab Effect website, YouTube channel. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all we got for the, for the day, man. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, like always, uh, my name's Ant. It's your boy P. And we're about to sign out. Peace. Peace. Peace.